Hello there, and welcome back to the Else Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, and games, and all that jazz like tomorrow. My name is Tom, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, John. Hey! This is, this is definitely not the second time we've recorded this. <laughs> of definitely, course not. Definitely. Because, yeah, because um, something just happened. But anyway... Yes. Um, happy, happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day! Woo! Woo! What a, what a, what a yeah, time to be alive. I had to say but, that, because... Go on. Um, well... Uh, you know what's coming out on Valentine's Day? It's an Cut trailer. Uh, Very yes. excited. Well, this, okay. this episode is coming out, obviously we're recording this the day before, but this episode is actually coming out on Valentine's Day, so, so you know, I, I just had to say, I had to say Happy Valentine's Day, John, to address the sexual tension between us, you know? <laughs> that was... Uh, <laughs> I'm very proud do, of that. Do, 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 do. Yeah, okay. Um, well, yeah, so, so it's been a quick week. It has uh, been a good week, hasn't it? Got yeah, quite a bit like, of news to talk about, um... And this week, as said last week, we are starting our Zack Snyder extravaganza with 2004's Dawn of the Dead. We're going to talk about that for our, our main segment. As always, we've got WandaVision episode 6. We've got a whole load of news. got a bit of casting news in there for you, John. I know you love that. Um, and, oh, boy, uh, casting and yeah. news. But this has been great casting news this week. Oh, yes, <laughs> some stuff that I'm very excited about. Um, yeah, so if you are, um, you know, if you want to skip to anything, you can do that. And, uh, shall we get into it? Yes, let's get into the, uh, weekly news. Let's go into the unknown. Frozen I 2. Sound, I sound like Jeremy Irons from, like, um, from the, uh, the DCU going, Ah, oh, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> I think, I love him as Alfred. I just do. I think he's amazing. Um, but we, got, we can actually talk about that um, in our second piece of news. But our first piece of news, we got a trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is a Super Bowl trailer. Um, and, uh, yeah, it seems very popular. It got, uh, I think, 125 million views, which is more than any trailer for Black Widow, which is quite funny, um, considering Black Widow is, like, the actual film and this is a TV show. Um, but, yeah, what do you think of the trailer? Um, yeah, I, it, it, it looks, um, interesting, I mean, <laughs> like, we get to see Bucky and, um, I forgot his name, it's uh, Captain, well, yeah. it's Captain America now, but it's, it was Falcon. Falcon, Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson, right, that, that, I forgot, yeah, it looks, um, as I said, it looks interesting, mm. um, there's, like, uh, a lot of stuff, like, Kimo, um, Zila, uh, is that his name? Is that his name? Zemo. Zemo, right. So Zemo, uh, he's in it, and he's got, like, that original kind of character, like, Mass. from the comics. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of people have said, and I think this is quite cool, I think I heard somewhere um, on Twitter that that uh, he's wearing this mask because, like, he wants to, like, taunt the Avengers, like, after Thanos, which is why it's purple, and it's kind of got, like, the kind of, like, lines on it similar to Thanos's chin. So he's got a Thanos's chin mask. Oh yeah! Oh, that's. that's uh, I think that's just speculation. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I think don't think it's. I, I don't think it's that. No, I think either. it's just. <laughs> I think that, that would be fairly interesting, though. Yeah, that would be that would be interesting. Yeah. Um, well, what do you think of the trailer? Right. Okay. I, I think like it's worth first of all saying that I'm I, like the first trailer made me really excited. I thought it had some like really really cool shots and the action looked good and it like it was bringing yeah, yeah. everything. And this one. It, it was fine, but I'm. I have to say, I'm. Le- I'm less excited now because yeah, it just I, it, felt it like was like um, a bit. Um, uh, I can tell it's going to be a bit, a bit 
generic. Uh, yeah, it, it does look like that kind. Of, it looks very similar to Winter Soldier and Civil War, and I think both of those films are quite good. Uh, but I think the formula. Yeah, it could be like one of those tired out, and and at the same time, I'd like some of the stuff like you know the staring contest at the end of the trailer. I thought yeah. that was dreadful. Like at the end of the first trailer, they had a little bit of banter, and I didn't like it. And now they're doing more. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to sit through a whole show. Like you know, we've spoken in One Division how we hate some of the jokes that they make in like the regular world. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan at all of. of, of they're not. What I, it I think um, they may be winning out of jokes now. <laughs> like, no, definitely. Like well, you yeah. Know, well, it, it seems like, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier have interacted a few times, and, and every time they do, you know, in Civil War especially, they have a couple of little, you know, like, talks. But I think they they said, like, they spoke, like, once in Infinity War and Endgame. So, like, we barely really know anything, like, about their dynamic or, yeah, like, you and know. about, like, the character like, between them. Yeah, so. we know they hate each other, but other than that. So, I'm, I am, on one hand, I am, you know, interested to see how that's going to go. But on the other hand, I'm a bit like, and we you know... It doesn't look like it's going to be, like, you know, funny. More just, like, you know, the kind of thing that I roll my eyes at. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But, hey, we've got better things to talk about. Our second piece of news. we got a whole load of Snyder Cut goodness. Oh, week. my. we got we got clips and images galore. So, um, I right, will... Right, so, um, by the way, there will be a third one today. Yes, there is. Yes, so as, as the time of... Time, yeah, at 5.14. Yes, so. so as as we are recording this, um, it's important to know uh, we haven't seen the 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 final teaser for the trailer, and we haven't yeah. seen the trailer which will be coming out on Valentine's well, um, Day. But we'll uh, talk about it next week. You, you can put some images, like ooh, just there. Yes, just... I plan to put one image of of black suit Superman. You know the one. You know the image. Oh, oh, uh, of the, course the, I know the, the one. The, the one the that most, shoots its lasers the down. The sexiest image ever. Else that ever. We don't know. Okay, so we'll yeah. start. I've got we've got quite a few to get through. We'll start um, from the beginning of the week. So the beginning of the week, they released um, a HD clip of Superman arriving uh, and meeting Alfred. Did you see this clip? Oh yeah, of yeah. course, man. I like. think like obviously we saw this clip last year, and I am still oh, astounded yeah. by it. Yeah, yeah. So they they released a uh, like a low res uh, image, but uh, this time or low res clip, but this time it's it's a HD clip. Uh, and also, uh, speaking of HD, you can now watch the podcast as of last week in HD. So select wow! those seconds and click hundred and eighty p. All thanks Wonderful. to us because we are. Well, all, all thanks watching. to the, all thanks to the update I got on my computer last week. Um, but yeah, so it showed Superman um, coming to meet Alfred, and oh, I love it so much! Like, like black, the black the sound, suit, like the sound when Superman arrives. That yeah, that you get like that lovely like bang, and then <laughs> it's really weird. But I love the sound of his boots hitting the floor. It's like a little like and it's like oh, it just. It's what? very nice. I like the boots on the floor. The boots on the floor. It's like ASMR for I, me. I, I, I love can't it. hear that. <laughs> you were not all deaf, John. Um, but um, yeah, I, I really like the black suit. And something I found out this week is that um, what they did when they made the suit for Justice League is they they gave it a um, an underlay like uh, like a, a reflective like paneling. So because Zack Snyder always wanted the black suit, so. That actually helped him make the black suit look so good in, in post, which I think is absolutely wonderful. But yeah, I think it looks great. Um, and it's great to hear the Man of Steel theme play again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everything that I like, a comparison, I saw a comparison of the Justice League and then, uh, just, uh, Justice League, uh, and then BBS. And yes. Man, uh, like, the comparison between them, 
Batman is just clueless. <laughs> like, absolutely clueless. He's going, I don't have a sword. Yeah, no, it's it's horrible. And um, some of the yeah. stuff in that film, but, you know, I, I, what can you do? The worst thing is, is that INDB says that this film is directed by Zack Snyder. Yeah, I know. Just even like all this time after, like they haven't changed it, which is really upsetting. And the film itself, if anyone ever watches Justice League, I don't know why you would, but if anyone ever did, you know, it will still stay uh, directed by Zack uh, Snyder. And I, um, I watched like, oh, it was so satisfying. Like last night, I was watching all the people that saying this just uh, the Snyder cut doesn't exist. <laughs> oh. Yeah, oh. it, it does feel satisfying that, you know, we're getting this. Oh. Like, but, they were saying, oh, it's impossible to have yes. the Snyder be released. Oh, it doesn't exist. Oh, because Zack Snyder directed this. Oh, everyone knows that BBS sucked. And uh, it's just so satisfying yeah. to see those, just like, oh, there was one girl um, in a podcast, like, podcast, <laughs> uh, she was like, oh, the Snyder could exist, but... You know, I like the Superman in this uh, Justice League. No way. Uh, no way. That's ridiculous. That's like when he's yeah. like, uh, well, he's, he said those exact words. When he's like, oh, hope is like a, a river. It's going to, it winds, you know. Oh, God. That film is. Uh, it's not like the, the right comic t- depiction of Justice League. It's no. like a complete disaster written by a drunken. Um, guy but then yeah. here you have a masterpiece of a work that Zack Snyder's Justice League well we can only hope I mean like you know as you can probably tell we're very excited uh, yeah. and yeah I have big I, I can tell Zack Snyder's gonna do super well oh I have like, did you watch the video I sent you and uh, I started watching it but um, I was just a bit busy yeah doing that's it. fine but like the thing that video had some really nice like wipe transitions like it showed like original footage and then they wiped it with um Zack Snyder's footage um oh. and it looked absolutely wonderful um oh. yeah um so our second oh, then, and then we saw some sorry uh, we saw some images of dark side and granny goodness right well, and... well well we'll we'll talk about we'll go like chronologically throughout the week so our second was actually a little clip of Victor Stone playing football do you remember that one ah uh, yes yes Victor Stone that was, was for the N- NFL, I yes, believe, yeah. Uh, just for the before the Super Bowl started, I think. Um, and I just want to say, it was only, like, short, but, like, first of all, it shot absolutely wonderfully. It was him doing a touchdown. Um, and the music, Junkie XL, like, already sounds insane. I think, it, I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, it's going to be sounding, like, um, such a different... Um, feeling you know like well, yeah he said like in an interview obviously we've heard some clips of it but he did say that he wants to build off like some of the stuff that he started to do in um in batman v superman which is really cool because you know like with the theatrical justice league danny elfman just ditched all that and went back to like the classic batman theme and stuff which is fine but you know it's not like that's not what this batman's about you know yeah um and i believe that well uh, Zach, it, 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 there's a cool detail that um, Zack Snyder wanted like make Cyborg the heart of the movie, yeah, and that he started off with that. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to good. to hear what Cyborg's kind of theme is. Um, but yeah, Ooh, so yeah. so our next thing of the week, we got a, a clip of um, Steppenwolf fighting the Amazons. Um, and Jesus, it looks it looks absolutely oh, awesome. Okay, so um, ladies and gents, if you see the the one in Justice League. He is just jumping, just jumping around, 
getting yeah. the mother box. The one but just what you is... see right here in this clip is just brutal. Like yeah, so if you've if you've seen um, back with the first trailer, Zack Snyder did a breakdown, an official breakdown of the first trailer. Uh, it's on it's on Vera's YouTube account. So if it you is great to watch. It, I, yeah, I, I rewatched it. it recently, and one of the things he says is how. Steppenwolf armor is a living kind of organism. One of the things it does is it catches like arrows with the Amazons, and you can see it in this clip Steppenwolf's armor is catching all the arrows, which I think yeah. is really cool. And That's a really cool detail. He's like, right there. He's, what, what is he, he's like summoning lightning or something. It's it's very cool. Um, it's not in he, color, and, then he, but... and he, he um he slashes like no, he gets uh, one of the Amazons in half or slashes in half and uh yeah, it, it's I'm I'm extremely excited to see more Steppenwolf and to see like the original Steppenwolf. Um, well, speaking of villains, we got our first proper look at Joker as well. Um, mm, yeah. So wow. uh, now we've seen our nightmare Joker um, wearing this kind of uh, hospital garb, this kind of like um, maybe it's like a straitjacket or something with like yeah. longer hair and and, and mm. like different makeup without the tattoos. I think it reminds me of like. Um... There's like, oh, I don't know why, but it reminds me of the opening of The Killing Joke. Like, when yeah. Batman walks in to tell the Joker, like, we can't be fighting anymore, so. Definitely. Yeah. I, I agree. I think it looks wonderful. And as you said yesterday when we were talking, you said it, it, it gives a, a Last Night on Earth vibe. And I definitely get that. You know, obviously, we know that Zack Snyder has taken some um, uh, Yeah, I can tell you he's taken a lot of things, because in the comic... Uh, Joker, uh, well, what you said about like Joker become the 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 future yet to come. Yes, right. Um, in the in, in the variety thing that they talked about how Joker is going to act as this kind of ghost of of, of Christmas yet to come. He yeah, will be, he, he also will be played showing... that role in uh, Last Night on Earth, but kind of similar like that, but like yeah. that as well. So well, like a well, guy. well, he will be he will be showing. Um, it feels like. It sounds like he will be showing Batman, you know, what happens if they fail. You know, this kind of, like, alternate future, um, which I think is, you know... what A lot of people complain about the nightmare sequence in Batman v Superman, saying, like, oh, yeah, I get it, but it doesn't really have a point to be there. So I think this will definitely um, give that more kind of weight, which I'm, you know, obviously super happy about. You know, it's all coming together, John. It's all coming together. Uh, um, and then, uh, I'm sorry, but... And chronologically, we are. Then we saw the our first teaser, uh, second teaser. No, our no. first teaser, yeah. Second teaser. First. 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 So we saw the first teaser for the trailer. Yes. Uh, so we we're getting a trailer, a trip for a trip. And um, so, ah, uh, oh, the music every time I hear the yes. teaser. Ah, oh, absolutely it's... brilliant. Um, yeah. well, I th I, I'm sure it's more Junkie XL stuff, but um, well, one of the things <laughs> I am super excited. Oh yeah, um, I yes. Uh, if if they have some cool art cards with the vinyl, I'm definitely get it. I'm all about the art cards, everyone. Um, oh, but yeah, one of the things that I one of the pieces that I really want to see be explored in Justice League is at the end of Batman v Superman: The Ultimate Cut, uh, when the kind of like uh, SWAT team like, come to capture Lex, you oh, see yeah. this uh, giant Steppenwolf, and the music swells to this, like, incredible crescendo, and it's, like, super impactful, and I remember watching it, and I was went, oh my god, like, for the first time, and I just really want to see, like, you know, them give Steppenwolf and, like, everyone in Apocalypse this, you know, this, this, this weight behind them, and this, this fury, yeah. 
Like, yeah. you know, um, I, I think... Yeah. I, I, I think superhero villains don't always have, like, a, a, a sound that I can, like, you know, uh, you know, associate with them. But I really hope that they do in, in, um, in Justice League. Yeah, like, especially to uh, Steppenwolf, because Steppenwolf uh, has been, like, brutally, like... It's just like done nothing in the film, and um, that's what kind of made it really bad. Because of the in the Justice League, it's just the villain's just bland. But then Snyder, uh, but then uh, yeah, it's just kind of it. Sad. Like was, we want to see a bare villain, and like all the stuff that we want to see, and it's just like oh, and yeah, yeah. So, they, they really, you know, it seems like they're going to bring it all home. And um, so other things we saw in this trailer, we saw Steppenwolf. Uh, uh, revealing the anti-life equation similar to dark side um so uh, the anti-life equation for those who don't know and you know i'm not a, i'm not a huge um you know authority on this but as as i as i understand it uh, the anti-life equation is um all about uh dark side trying to um create this like it's this kind of formula which is in the comics, or maybe, yeah, in the comics, what makes Superman go evil for a little bit. Um, mm. I need to really find out more about that, I must say. Um, but other, other great stuff in that teaser, we got some of Wonder Woman fighting, some yeah. of Batmobile, some, and that shot of Superman. You can see it on screen right now. Oh. Absolutely wonderful. This is actually a shot that was in the theatrical cut. And I remember seeing it in the theatrical cut and being like, that's really cool. That is definitely Snyder, and I'm glad. And it looks even better with the correct colors, you know. Yeah. Um, Wait, do we see it in the theatrical? Cut? We do. That shot is in the theatrical cut. I remember it. Um, there are a couple of shots from Superman Return. Obviously, there, I, are, there are some dreadful I shots. I can't remember that in the theatrical cut. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think I'm not. I watched it last year, so it's kind of fre it's pretty fresh in my mind. I don't think that's in the theatrical cut. No, it is. It is. It's definitely in the theatrical cut, hundred percent. The Justice League. Yeah, it's it's in there. Um, that shot is in there. It's just not with the black suit and everything. Um, oh. Yeah, so that's why. I, it, obviously, uh, that's yeah, why it looks different. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I remember quite a few things. You know, in that final battle, you'll have like a great shot, and it'll be like, "Well, that's a Snyder shot because the mustache isn't there." And then another shot with where he says something stupid, and it's like, "Well, that's definitely a Whedon shot because the mustache isn't there." <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. But then, let's talk about the final teaser. Uh, we've got some great stuff in there, but obviously the big thing was our first look at, at, at Apocalypse with Darkseid, Desaad, and Granny Goodness. Oh, let me tell you, Darkseid is just more terrifying than ever, because looks... there's a really cool detail about, like, if you, if you know the uh, the first trailer that we saw for the, um, for the Snyder Court? Yes. It's when Darkseid... Um, used this weapon to maybe create the anti-life equation. Yes, that's, yeah, that's what that is, yeah. Uh, and then he wasn't wearing any armour. No, well, that's... You see in that, in, in that image, um, yes, he's he wearing armour. So. Well, well that, that is, that, that's young Darkseid. That's, that's Uxus, or Uxus. I, I, oh, again, right. Yeah, so I'm not overly familiar with that, but I do know that that's young Darkseid before he has taken up the mantle. So I know that there is definitely a, um, you know... Uh, there's a change to him. And, yeah. you know, I, 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 there are so many things that I'd love to see, you know, yeah. from Dark Side. Uh, yeah, and then what you said about, like, the... Um, well, there was a post I saw on Twitter about, like, um, Dark Side and Cyborg having the same ears yes, and Yes, you sent me that. Yeah, so, so that, there's some interesting stuff. Uh, you know, there is a kind of a thread in the 
<laughs> when I say there's a thread, there's one line about it in the theatrical cut. So, you know, there'll prob probably be more, unless that was a... But there's a line where, where Aquaman is like, well, I don't know we can trust Cyborg because, you know, he was made by the enemy's weapon. Um, and there's, like, two lines about it, but maybe in the Snyder Cut they will kind of develop uh, that and, and, and um, show. I, yeah, I think he is... Well, what... Sadly, one he is the heart of the film because he is uh, merged together with the mother box Definitely. and apocalyptic as well. Yeah, so. he's kind of like um, this anchor to the villains uh, on, on yeah. the hero side, like I a bridge, like it. a bridge, like a bridge. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, um, and Granny Goodness, uh, I didn't know who this was when I saw her, so I was a bit like, "Who is this old woman?" Yeah, uh, and I then I, I, I did a bit of research, found out that she is the uh, the head of the. Um, love training, so she trains all the parademons and stuff, uh, and, and, and trains this team called the Female Furies, uh, and she is one of da Darkseid's, like, lieutenants, so that's really cool, um, well, don't, I, know who, I, don't know who I that is playing. I don't want to, like, bring back old characters that no one has, um, really heard before, but, like, if you like a hard, what are you die eating? hard, like, you're eating something. No? No? It's just water. Oh, okay, I see, it sounds like you're eating, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, so, um, like, if you're, like, a really diehard DC fan, mm. and then you see Granny Goodness, it's, like, a really satisfying thing to see. Yeah, no, uh, you know, t Twitter went aflame. It was trending, uh, which is always good to see. Um, and, and hopefully, uh, you know, HBO Max is coming to other countries. Hopefully it'll come to the UK. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so um, that is a whole lot of Snyder Cut news, um, and we will talk about the trailer next week. Oh, um, anything else? Oh, there was like Flash changing time. There maybe. was, there was um, a bit, there were a couple of shots of Flash, there was a shot of, of the Nightmare sequence. Yeah, yeah. so uh, there will be a teaser today, uh, so um, yeah, so we're pretty excited for that. I'm extremely excited, it's going to be great. Um, but yeah, so we'll go on to our next um, piece of news. Um uh, I don't want to get too much into this, uh, you know, I don't want it to get too political, but it is worth, you know, saying Gina Carano has been fired by Lucasfilm after her, yeah. after her comments, um, and we just want to say, we agree with this decision, we don't yeah. think, we think... I'm very you know, happy that they fired her, because with the, uh, actions... Yeah, um, she, she, you know, we think, we think she went too far, and whatever they decide to do... You know, whether they recast her or replace her, you know. I always loved the character of Cara Dune, but, you know, I didn't think the the, yeah. the actress the actress's views justified her being on the show. Yeah, So and, um, which wasn't okay, so... Yeah, so, uh, so, yeah. so we just thought we'd just get that out. Yeah, so that is that. Um, but on a more positive note, um, some casting news for you, John. Um, yes! We've got some uh, casting news for The Last of Us. Uh, oh, so Pedro Pascal yes. has been cast as Joel, so that's kind of a link to The Mandalorian, and Bella Ramsey, who was in uh, Game of Thrones, has been cast as Ellie in um, HBO's The Last of Us series. Um, I can't see, I don't know anyone who isn't happy with this news. Um, I haven't played the games myself, but I think this sounds great. I think Pedro Pascal is a great actress, and I'm um, sure I Bella Ramsey is also. What do you think? I am pretty excited for this, okay. because like with Pedro Pascal, I can tell that... Um, I think someone said that he can make a great, like, a deep American voice because Joel is very, um, a sad, well, like, he's very sad and he's kind of, like, very tired about the world he's living in. Yes. But then he meets Ellie and then that they work together and I think they can do it, uh, honestly. But, uh, it's got the Chernobyl writer 
uh, which I'm it happy does. with because I've seen Have Chernobyl. You see, is, is it good? Oh yeah, Chernobyl's brilliant. Yeah, no, I've heard good, good things about Chernobyl. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I hope um, they do the music properly because the music in the game is just beautiful, like with the guitar strumming, and um, which fits into like this sad, like apocalypse, apocalyptic world, and um, so. Yeah, there's like some sad moments, so I hope they don't like ruin it on a uh, too many things. So um, I don't know, but like Pedro Pascal being like <laughs> as uh, Joel is just like the Mandalorian, like come on, child, we need to we just go <laughs> here and get you there. Um, so yeah, Pedro uh, Pascal can just become the face of characters who yeah. um, you know take up children and yeah. and raise them. <laughs> Yeah. Wait. When? Um. When? Uh, where's the show going to be on? HBO, I think. Um, oh, not maybe, HBO Max. Maybe HBO Max. I'm not sure, but it's definitely uh, it's being made by HBO. Um. Uh, but you know, I mean. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Uh. I can tell that Last of Us fans are pretty excited. So. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, okay, we've got some more casting news. I know it's what a, what a week. What a week. Um. Uh. So the Grey Man. Uh, which is uh, um, a Netflix film coming out um, with Ryan Gosling and Anna de Armas. And Chris Evans has just been cast as the villain. Uh, um, and I just want to say, obviously I love Ryan Gosling, I love Anna de Armas, I love Chris Evans. This is, a, this is an overload for my brain. All these, like, Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, these very uh, attractive men in the same film, I might just explode. Yeah, like... If you see like Ryan Gosling in many different films, like La La Land, Drive, and everything, he's a great actor, like first man yeah. as well. Uh, and then Chris Evans, uh, who hasn't played a villain as much, but well, I seen mean, it, Scott right, Pilgrim. He, yeah, he's very different. I mean, uh, like, quite serious. I, I think that Scott Pilgrim is is like, you know, yeah. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> I like that line. Obviously, I, I love Captain America, but I think Scott Pilgrim, where he plays Lucas Lee, that is definitely my favourite role of his. Yeah. I think he is, like, absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Hey, I'm talking to you, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Anything that stops me and from being together is the two seconds it's going to take to kick your ass. I think it's I think he's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. He's like, hey, um, big fan. What yeah, would you be? Yeah, so, um, I'm very excited to me see too. this uh, chemistry between Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, like... Uh, like, Ryan Gosling being, like, the hero, maybe, mm. but, like, uh, Chris Evans as the villain? What the heck? Yeah, that's that, that's quite cool. Um, and I'm interested to see, you know, how he will kind of be, because obviously he played a kind of a villainous role in Knives Out as well. So uh, Yeah, he was great. He was great. Yeah, he was great in Knives Out. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what it's what it's all like. Um, but, yeah, so uh, we've got a final piece of news, which is also a final piece of casting news. Um uh, Zowie Ashton, uh, who people in the UK might know from being in Doctor Who, she was in Into the Dalek, um, and she's also been in a show called Fresh Meat. She has been cast as the villain for Captain Marvel 2. Um, so I don't, yes. really, don't really know anything about uh, who the villain might be, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I am becoming more and more excited about Captain Marvel 2. I'm not a huge fan of Captain Marvel, but um, uh, the character or the film, uh, but I think that, you know, this looks great. I think Zowie Ashton's a, a wonderful actress. I think that I'm um, very excited to see Monica Rambeau from WandaVision and see Miss Marvel, which I'm excited for, uh, the show, as well as her appearance in Captain Marvel 2. And Naya DaCosta being the person um, directing it. I hear she's made some great films and I think she's making Candyman later this year. So yeah, Oh yeah, Candyman. I, yeah, saw the so I have high hopes for, the, for, for this next film. 
Yes, of course. Uh, yeah, I think this is a good chance to see her in a Marvel film. And I think she did really well in Into the Dalek. Yeah, yeah I agree. I think, I mean, sis, Doctor Who season eight is one of my favourite Doctor Who seasons. Oh, like, like the, the great, it was a great introduction to uh, the tough Doctor. Capaldi, my God. I think there are uh, absolutely amazing episodes yeah, second, in there. Yeah, second favourite so good yeah like you know in into the dalek is a great one mummy on the orient express time heist oh, there are fun facts some... i've been on the set of the mummy on the orient express yes you great. have amazing yeah um i wasn't allowed to like give out the secrets of what's going on so <laughs> it was cool brilliant what yeah a guy. so um yeah so happy See that. Yeah, yeah, I would have. I would have loved to go to Doctor Who the Experience for Capaldi, but obviously it, it closed down after Matt Smith left, which was a real shame. Yeah, Matt Smith. Yeah, my guy. I miss him. I miss oh, him. Miss him. Um, yeah. But anyway, so let's uh, let's talk about Wonder Division, shall we? Is that done? That is done. Let's talk about Wonder Division. Ah, Wonder Division. Um. Okay, so, so episode me six. and Tom just discussed this yesterday, but we didn't delve deep. Yeah, we didn't really talk much about it, um, but let's, uh, you know, spoilers ahead, so if you haven't watched it, go spoilers, watch it. Spoilers, if you haven't got your um, popcorn and eaten one, uh, seen one division, I was not say eaten one division, but okay. Uh, <laughs> don't, like, uh, people, yeah. people, don't eat one division. Disclaimer. No, don't eat it's it. Not that good, that it's is not your good console you. or TV, just don't eat it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it, but anyway, it comes with a lot of, like, let's get into it. Um... Right, so uh, what what did you think? Um, I mean, it was uh, interesting to see um, uh, this episode because we get to see Quicksilver um, like interacting with um, with Wanda, uh, like they're from different two different worlds, you know, like uh, combining together. But then uh, we got like questions about Quicksilver. Why is he asking questions about? Um, wonder this and this how does he know this and this so this kind of like raises questions about is he really Mephisto so yeah I think Quicksilver is an interesting one because there's a bit of a like you know there's there's something kind of untrustworthy about him uh, you know if that makes sense like he is he's a character who, who, who to me you know feels like you know he's got some sort of ulterior motive that he's kind of you know uh, that it looks like, you know, obviously, like his face is unfamiliar to you know the, the people on the show, and I think some of the things that he says, it feels like he's trying to like he's got some sort of um, you know, a different kind of mandate to to do something with. Um, but but yeah, still, uh, I'm wondering what's going on with him. Obviously, there was that shot, you know, like how they did the dead vision shot in episode three. Oh, yeah. They like did the same thing. Or was it episode four? But they did the same thing with Quicksilver being dead. And I just, I don't think it was as big a deal because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't Aaron Taylor-Johnson Quicksilver. So it didn't really feel like it was like a huge... Yeah, more impactful, I believe. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't as impactful, I don't think. Because obviously this is a different Quicksilver, so therefore I didn't really, you know, get that you know, kind of gut punch that I did when I saw the, the Vision one. Yeah. So, um, so, it, it, I, I thought it was really cool for the introduction because it was like Malcolm in the Middle style, like, uh, like the introduction, like the yeah. start of it. It, it, it kind of places, this episode kind of feels, well, at least the, the sitcom side of I, it. I, I 
feel it, it flowed a bit better than any of the episodes. Like, with the 4-4 breaking I, and everything. Yeah, I, feel like I did feel like it had a decent flow. Um, there was... It, the sitcom stuff felt like it was more about the kids than it was about the parents. And honestly, I don't like the kids. I, I, yeah. I think I think that they are, you know, like... I don't know, I just think that they're, just, they're annoying, plain and simple. I just yeah, like the kids. I, I, I would say that they're a bit annoying, like, Mom, can we, can we go yeah. and do this, Mom? Exactly, they're like, oh, oh please, Mom, please, oh, have superpowers now, and it's like, it feels like they're just kind of, you know, like, ticking this box. Um, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. And this episode, um, the subplot with, like, Jimmy Woo, um, Darcy, and Wombero, it was just felt very ordinary. Like, yeah, so that was fine. So predictable. There was this kind of like mystery that they were trying to solve. Uh, you know, yeah, like they were taking off the like, So first of all, it's all predictable. Like uh, they go into the uh, uh, the guy who's hold, uh, uh, owning everything. Like, put uh, me out, Wanda, and then the guy's like, no, get out. And then they get like um, escorted by the guards. They take down the guards. They go into this. Uh, room where they can find the server and everything, and then uh, they're trying to go there, and then one of them leaves behind, like, no, what are you doing? Oh, I'll, I'll stay here. And then goes, 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 and then like, let's go and see this guy. Yeah. Then- I feel like this episode, you know, a lot of it felt like it was trying to do like, a very like, oh no, everything has been for nothing. You know, it's been a very, um, it, I feel like it was trying to do this thing where it's like, you know, it ends on a downer, and and it and it creates like a sense of hopelessness going forward. You know, but it it to me it just felt like we've backtracked on everything. You know, every progression that we've made in the plot to uncover this mystery has been undone. So what was the point of it all? Now that we're gonna have to do it again. You know, like, yeah. Now, um, now it looks like it kind of bit empty. Yeah, it, like, it, it kind of feels like uh, Jimmy and Monica are now just going to have to figure it out and, and get everyone out. Like, the same thing, just on a bigger scale without all the technology, it seems yeah. like. I mean, maybe it'll change with whoever this informant yeah. is that they say yeah. they have. Um, but, like, uh, yeah, so um, they're trying, uh, I think they're trying to get into that, yeah. Um, but also, um, it was interesting to see how uh, Vision... Uh, was interacting with, like the people in the town, like, and it was quite, it was dark as well. Like, it, she was like controlling, uh, one day like controlling the people who yes. are like further out in the town. Yeah, I have to say, in these last two episodes, Vision has been my favorite part. Uh, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, he's been like my favorite character. Uh, yeah, he's got this. some like very very like interesting stuff like him figuring it out and I think his his interactions with all of the all of the townsfolk are great. Like I think Agnes had a really great scene where she was like, "Oh my god, am I dead?" and she's like, "No, no, no, no. Why would you think that?" And it's like, "Because you are." And it's like that was obviously in the trailer, but like I thought it was done really really well. Yeah. And then uh, and Vision uh, kind of go on. Yeah, if it, you know, like, um, what was it? it was like the one of those Jordan Peele moments, like, mm. um, in like Get Out, or I was yeah. like, that the character stayed still, and it was like, oh, this is very interesting. So um, it was. Because- I just think it was done with a lot. Like, obviously, I think all these episodes are directed by the same person, um, and I think that you know, let's say that Jordan Peele did it, 
Uh, I think that he would have brought a lot more, you know, I would have felt the weight of a lot of, like, the situation of these of these townspeople with, with someone like him, you know, who can obviously, with Get Out, can show, you know, people struggling with this kind of, like, mind control-esque thing. I think that would be a lot better than it would, um, you know, if if it was... Uh, you know, someone else. I don't, I don't think, it, it could be creepier, I think, and I think that's kind of my kind of feeling for a lot of the show, it could be creepier. Um, it could be a lot creepier, but I think that's going to um, maybe to that. Oh, yeah, uh, there was another question uh, I thought about, like, where did the children come from in the town? Yeah, right, last, last episode, Vision was saying, where are all the children? And now, like, you know, there are loads of them. Um, maybe she just stole um, children. Um, did did she kidnap them? She's the child catcher from Chitty Chitty oh, Bang Bang. Oh God, not one Chitty Chitty Bang <laughs> like, Bang. Children, uh, yeah, brilliant. Um, she, um, she's luring them in with yeah, lollipops. So that'll be a question. Or did they just appear out of nowhere? Well, like, I think what, that's the interesting the... part. I think that's kind of creepy. I think. A lot of the scarier aspects of this show, I really want to see like like them lean into because that's it's interesting, you know. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like scary, but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it. I I don't think I. It's now, not too scary. No, no, I don't think it's it's that scary. I think okay, I don't think that I don't want Vision to survive this. Like you know, yeah. you see, I the, I agree. You, you I don't him, want Vision. Have like an important role for the future things, but I just want him like dead. <laughs> and, uh, well, well, you just see him. You know, this whole show is obviously about Wanda clinging onto things that you know are gone with Quicksilver, with Vision. You know, with this life that she could have had with Vision and like kids and stuff. And I think yeah. you know, as you see at the end of the episode, Vision is kind of withering away. And I, I do hope the Vision, like you know, can't, can't survive after the hex, and that is what sends Wanda over the edge, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was pretty cool to see Wanda, like, going super sane, stopping everyone, like, in yeah, time. Yeah, that was quite interesting. Um, but then again, I question her motives. Was she doing that as, like, a, a, a like thing to save Vision, or was she doing it to, like, you know, um, you know, stop people from interfering? Because obviously, like, they've all become clowns now. Um or, or circus folk, you know, the military are clowns, ha, um, but, yeah, I just want to say, obviously this is a Halloween episode, and Wonder and Vision are dressed up in their classic outfits, um, yeah. can I just say, I'm so sick of the MCU showing the original outfits and being like, oh, this is so ridiculous, like, you know when, um, they are, um, when oh god uh when 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 vision's talking about like him wearing this ridiculous outfit like generally if they did like a high quality version of those outfits and have the characters wear it think like aquaman or shazam or something or even yeah. like you know yeah uh, they, they just can't be bothered to do like the old action yeah comic style. i think if you, if you gave them like a little bit of a modern update you know kept the colors bright you know made it look like aquaman suit in aquaman which i think is the like the peak of superhero costumes in my opinion i think it would look brilliant but they're just like giving these like low like versions and being like oh that's ridiculous like they did it in the netflix shows as well they would like have them reference the original costumes 
um, you know, and just be like, oh, that's that's stupid. It looks horrible. And it's like, well, why don't you just like, this is, you're adapting a comic book here. Why not just like. Yeah. Why, why are you trashing it? So, yeah, just like lean into it, I think. Um, yeah, like what DC said, uh, DC, they, ste- they kept the old comic style. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's like, you know, you can you can adapt it. Not not everything has to be... You know, you know wait, forget about the comic style. Make your own style. You, you, just ignore that. Yeah, um, it's like, you can... Like, there's no reason why you can't, like, adapt it. But I think you shouldn't adapt it while at the same time making fun of the old stuff, you know? I think the old stuff can work. And I think the new stuff can work. I think they can both work, you know? Yeah, but they just decided to trash it anyway, but... Yeah, I yeah. think I, I think it I think it'd be wonderful. Um, yeah, but yeah. What what do you think you'd give this episode out of ten? Seven. Yeah, I think I agree. I think then this is the annoying thing. All the episodes after like episode four have just been like the same. You know, like yeah. I don't feel like this show has really gone anywhere interesting since you know episode four, which is still my favorite episode. So, what happened in episode four? That was long with all. It was it was all set in the in the modern day, and it, it gave answers to loads of questions. And it had um, it started with Monica waking up from the blip. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Which that's, was literally the best scene in the show. Like yeah, hands I agree. down, that was like my heart was racing. Like I got so excited. That was the best like <laughs> ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good episode. Uh, tell your tell your thoughts about One Division and um, what do you think of it? And yeah, give us a that, comment. Anything that you want to talk about, like some moments. So yeah, give yeah. us give us a comment, give us an email, all that stuff. Our information is down in the uh, description, or if you just want to leave a comment. Uh, description. Shall we talk about Dawn of the Dead? Ah, yes, yes. Ah, we're beginning our Zack Snyder extravaganza over the next. Five, five weeks, yes, um, we are going really? to be talking... Really? Five weeks until the Snyder Cut? Five weeks until the Snyder Cut. Um, uh, so this week, Dawn of the Dead. Next week, 300. Um, week after that, uh, Watchmen Ultimate Cut. Week after that, Man of Steel. And then Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition. And then Zack Snyder's Justice League to cap it all off on the... 21st of March. Very exciting. 1st of March, wow. So... 21st, not 1st, 21st. Um, 21st? Yes. Uh, the Justice League comes out in America on the 18th, so I assume that it will be the same in the UK. And if it isn't, I'm going to cry. Um, um, maybe Zack Snyder will announce the uh, stuff like... I hope uh, so. When he drops the trailer, I hope we get some information about what's happening in, in this country. Please, please, Zack. We we've, still got, we've still got over a month to go. Um, okay, okay. Just, so, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so it's all right. about Dawn of the Dead. Time this to is... talk about Dawn of the Dead. So this is Zack Snyder's first film that he made, uh, wow. which is an adaptation of uh, a version from the 80s, which I haven't seen, so I can't really um, comment it's the on... Rimer- it, well, he, it's the, directed by Romero, and the Romero uh, film had no zombies. Like, no zombies at all. Oh, really? Because, uh, because, he, want, uh, because he wanted to make it more scarier. Like, no zombies at all. Like, it's eerie. It's oh. completely... Okay, so this is more of a balls-to-the-wall action version of that. Yes, um, I think there may be zombies. I don't know, but that's what the uh, there was a YouTube video on it. But yeah. um, but anyway, let's get into it. Well, straight off the bat, I kind of want to say that this is you know you can see this is this is not like uh, you know having seen a good half of Zack Snyder's films. This isn't 
you know, if I watched this film, I wouldn't have guessed that it was Zack Snyder, you know? Oh, of course. Like... Um, it's not, it's not full Snyder, the, you know, like the filmmaking techniques. It feels like a lot of, if you watch like many people's like, um, filmography, any very directors, I'll bring up, uh, Wes Anderson as my favorite director. You can uh, see like... You can see Quentin Tarantino's and Wes Anderson's style. Right, exactly. In in both of their first film, you know, Bottle Rocket and Reservoir Dogs, you can see that, that they have their styles, but it's not fully there yet. And I think yes. that's the case of Dawn of the Dead. There are things like the slow motion, you know, the, the use of the use of music. I think in the opening scene, they play a Bob Dylan song. And I think... Uh, no, it's... Um... Johnny Cash. Is it Johnny Cash? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, the man comes was... around. That was also I thought that was Logan Bob... at the end of it. Like the oh, credits was it? Rolling. I, I'm a fool then. I thought it was Bob Dylan, but never mind. Uh, um, but, 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 but I thought Logan. that was... Great uh, artist, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought, I, oh, yeah, they both are. I th- I thought that you know that song, you know, was really cool for the opening, and um, so yeah, you see a lot of Zack Snyder's kind of like tropes kind of start yeah. to kind of form, yeah. and I, I think it's pretty interesting. I, yeah, I know he can make a great introduction to um, the film, like especially with the song "The Man Comes Around," like all the scary like footage of the zombies and yes, like. It gives um, right. it gives context and scope, you know. Like yeah. if I compare this to another another incredible zombie film, Shaun of the Dead, which might be the quintessential like greatest zombie film out there. Um, you know, uh, Shaun but Shaun of the Dead is up there as well. But oh, yeah, I, I thought, but, yeah, like but Shaun, Shaun of the Dead has, um, you know, like similar kind of like flicking through news reports and stuff. And I yeah. think I think it is, it's, it is it's, a solid it's, way of providing. Uh, I think it's a solid way of providing context. Go on. Um, sorry, but it's like, it's a more uh, comedic side in Sean as a Dead. Definitely. Like, this is, you know, it's not a, a, you know, obviously a lot of Zack's films are pretty serious. Um, yeah, as well. But like, this I, this isn't completely serious. There's quite a bit of, you know, levity in there. Um, yeah. But, um, but I think you just wouldn't have uh, fun in this film, mm-hmm. really, to... Um, like make it different because this is a really good film to start off with. Like I agree. Uh, um, I think yeah. I think Zack Snyder. You know, I, I'm gonna make a bit of a sweeping statement, but you know, I think it's fair to say he is one of, if not the king of adaptations. You know, all yes, of his of films, he, as far as I know, are adaptations. You um, know, of comic I don't think any director has like uh, a really good adaptation than anything. But I, I'll I'll give him I'll give him the crown. Because he, he knows how to make one, like Watchmen, um, uh, Superman, like Man of Steel. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he knows how to, yeah. um, like, flesh out characters and to use them carefully in films. Yeah, so, I, I agree. I think, well done, Zach. You've got the crown. Out of time film yeah, well done. Crown. Well done, man. Uh, this is the crown of, like, being the best adaptate, uh, film adaptation. So, um, yeah, you, you did well, man. <laughs> um yeah, um, so, so yeah, what I really uh, liked about this film, in terms of the characters, um, is that they are all stereotypes in kind of some form or another, you know, you've got, yeah. like, you're kind of, like, hard-edged, like, tough policemen, you know, you've got, like, uh, but on the other side, you've got, like, these really douchey, like, tosc- toxic masculinity, like, men who are, like, security, you, you know, you've got a nurse... You know, you've got like a, a black criminal. You know, you've got um, 
you got like frail old women and men and, and, and you know and what I appreciate is how all these stereotypes are subverted in some sort of way you know you got the pregnant lady and stuff yeah so they're all subverted oh. in the sense of um they are you know each character kind of has to go through this you know journey and step up you know they have to they have to take a role of you know more not care but they have to they have to deal with this situation yeah in their yeah, own like, kind of way and yeah, like, so, um, but, like, they all, like, merge together, and it's just so good, like, uh, usually, um, films that have stereotypes that don't work as much, but, like, what Zax does is, like, he, um, uh, put them together in a mall, uh, like, the most unexpected place to have. Yes. Um, um and <laughs> I do want to say, you're in a mall with a sports shop, and they barely take advantage of a sports shop. Like, you could get yeah. yourself, like, some, like, American football pads, you know, like, get, like, get, like, a helmet on, like, cover yourself up. Like, I feel like the yeah. amount of time... Or, like, that... baseball bats. Was there exactly. baseball bats? The, no, well, there was, like, croquet. Yeah, they use, he uses a croquet bat at one point. Is it a bat? I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, um, it was a croquet. It was um, a croquet. But, um, yeah, okay, that's, that's fine. Um, but, and... I read in an Empire article, I believe, um, so, um, like, all the films that we missed, I recommend you reading it, because it's so good to see all these people uh, talk about their favourite uh, cinema moments. Yes. So, um, I had a similar cinema moment in this one little bit, the, there was one person talking about Dawn of the Dead, the Zack Snyder one, so, uh, he saw it with the audience, uh, this guy, uh, and the audience was like engaging with the like the film, like no shoot, and then he was like having a fun time. Yeah, was, like no, ah. like it was like some uh, like you go uh, see some robots versus robots trying to fight each other. And, it was like uh, a, it's like a football game yeah. or like a boxing match or something. Yeah, like yeah, like cheering on and doing that. It, 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 I felt like that, like watching Dawn of Dead, like like no, you have to shoot the baby. That right, exactly. There, there was some stuff like uh, towards the end um, when <laughs> when the girl, I can't remember her name, she goes back for the dog, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Don't go I'm... into all the zombies to get the dog. The dog's gonna come back on his own. He'll be fine. Like yeah. Obviously, um, that character but, is a very, like, you know, um, tra traumatic. Yeah, but one. there are incredibly smart people in this film. Like, mm. the, you, they know how to do, like, make SOS signs. And, yes, uh, they all... Definitely a ball. Yeah, they, they all and, really, they, you know, despite me saying they don't, like, you know, wear the appropriate clothes... <laughs> with like the in the mall they use all the resources to their advantage you know and especially the way that they gear up all yeah. of the all of the buses at the end you know they pad them up to like you know so they can escape the zombies and i think yeah. it's done in a really really um you know creative way you know with yeah yeah with some of those you know characters who aren't normally like action action heroes like the guy who saves t who no not saves but the guy who sells tvs um he becomes, I think his name's Michael. I think he becomes like yeah, Michael. Yeah, yeah he uh, becomes like, like a big, you know a, a big uh, like leader. Yeah, and uh, the also thing I liked about uh, with the character development of CJ. So CJ, yes. uh, he hated the people that were going into the mall. Yes, he uh, he is like the toss the toxic male like of the bunch. Like you no, know, like yeah. him and his friend, they have like comments on like you know, women put their, putting their mouths to, like, the good use, or, like, you know, them, like, hating the fact that this guy is gay, and I thought that, you know, 
the way that on one hand you had the his CJ's pal who who doesn't get over that and, and therefore dies because of it, but CJ is a character who evolves and you know actively goes out of his way to save the other people, while at the beginning he is totally selfish. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I felt like you wanted to save others, but um, but. Um, he, he went out with a bang. <laughs> he did. Um, and, and I just want to, uh, as well, that guy um, is in Man of Steel as well. So, fun little... Oh, yeah! yeah. Thing. I can't remember his name, but he is in Man of Steel, plays uh, one of the workers at the Daily Planet. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird to see him as, like, time a, about a very innocent um, guy just, like, working around and just like, oh, I'm not a guy who's to- toxic masculinity. Yes. Um... Yeah, I think, uh, I think there's some great yeah. characters. Vink Rains as the policeman. Um, I think he was great. Um, yeah. And the other guy, Andre, um, I thought that you really understood where he was coming from, you know? Like, his wife is turning into... A, you know, she's been bitten uh, and she's infected. Uh, oh, and... Uh, uh, yeah, when he got, like, infected. And it was, like, a really sad moment because this, was. like... Yeah, like he he was just about to die, and he looked like a really uh, nice person. Just well, get, just he, he cared a lot about his wife, you know, and about like his baby or his girlfriend and his baby, and, and that was like that was that was a big part of of you know what made that character. I think a lot of the time, you know, characters do kind of have to be killed, like you know, by zombies to kind of like up the stakes. And not only does it up the stakes, but like you can do. Zach does so much with so little for some of these characters. Yeah. And um, I do think yeah, one... that's, that's like the best thing about Zack Snyder characters. Yes. So I, I, I uh, will say that in this film particularly, it is half and half. Uh, I, I think that some characters like, you know, will have one scene and when they die, I'm like, oh man, like I really felt that. But for other characters, like you don't really know much about them and therefore their deaths kind of land flat. Like they're just kind of like, yeah, but, like, but like there is just set to- First film, so we, we kind of yeah, no, yeah, of, uh, of course, you know, like it, it's a you know, it's a small thing, but it's like there's this one girl who like the two the two things I know <laughs> about her is that she likes wearing lingerie and and having sex, and that is it. And then when she dies, I felt nothing, you know. I I laughed, I, 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 I laughed a little bit because it. someone puts a chainsaw to her maybe, shoulder. Um, I, I think that's what uh, Zach maybe wanted, like, to have worthless characters to, like, you know, test something, but I don't know. Um, Yeah, I think that some of the characters definitely do serve that purpose, but I think others, you know, it's not... I think it could be a bit more... a little tighter, especially, you know, like, give an extra ten minutes and develop some of those characters towards the middle. But there is, like, a very nice montage of everyone in the mall, you know, kind of, like, having this kind of little, like, family unit where they're all working together, they're playing basketball, you know... Um, the cop is playing um, is 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 playing. Oh, what's it called? Uh, chess with the with Andy, who's across the roof. Yeah. And I think you know it all kind of like really um, like you know you see like a, a good relationship between everyone kind of start to evolve. Yeah. Um, and uh, what else? Um, yeah, it was like very interesting to see that. Uh, and then. Um, Oh yeah, when we get to see the uh, inter- up with the start of the film, like it was all calm, it's all peaceful. A guy gets bitten, who cares? And then, uh, and then, oh, the creepy thing is that uh, her daughter becomes a zombie, and we all knew it was like, oh, oh geez. So um, and it was all crazy. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. It was, so it that's was, a great way of the introduction, uh, introduction, uh, introducing. Sorry, uh, a character like the main protagonist. It is. Great. It, it um, it, you know, it, it it puts them in this kind of like really like intense situation. Was that her daughter? Yeah, I thought that that was um the kid that she was speaking to outside. Yeah, uh, that's her daughter. Nah, she she wasn't saying that's her daughter, was she? Well. It's gotta be because I thought it was someone else. I thought it was like a neighbor's kid or something. Or like no, no, it's no? it's it's a daughter. Okay, interesting. I didn't really get yeah. that. Uh, I come across so maybe you know maybe the, you know that's an argument for like maybe you could have like had a bit more time at the beginning. But I agree with you. I think you know in like five minutes you know exactly who the main character is. You know you know what she does. She's a nurse. You know like what she cares about. She cares about her you know her boyfriend. No, and no. Her. No, like pauses or something. Oh, oh, gotta do this. Oh no. So it's dead on, straight on. Exactly. Like, um, uh, you know, and and it's interesting because like there's a really, really like, really a powerful moment where so she's looking for a first aid kit and she sits down and she uh, just starts uh, crying, which is really powerful. And then the guy who's one of the like douchebag security guys, one come of the on, sunshine, yeah, one of the toxic males, and he's just like, "Well, like, what's taking so long?" And she has to just like stop crying and compose herself and just leave, which is like that is what it's like in those situations. You know, you have that really intense, like you know, you can't stop to cry. And I think it, that was uh, probably one of the best moments of the film. Just this really human moment of you know of pain that has to be immediately silenced. I loved it. Um, yeah. and on the same level, I, I did love the, um, I loved how Andy, who owns the gun store, um, you know, they created a bond with him and they never, you never even get to see him. It's like, um, have you seen Rear Window? Um, the Hitchcock film. Yes. Yes. Right. So, so Rear Window, as you know, it doesn't have any, like all the characters that the main character watches you never like actually like speak to yeah, him or anything. Yeah. But you still like you, you you know the film tells you so much without like having any dialogue. And I think there was that kind of connection to Rear Window in Dawn of the Dead because Andy as a character you don't know anything about him. Like you know yeah. that you just see like him holding up some signs and then by the end when he's like starving and um, you know. Yeah, you keep. Like, it's like a silent character. Yeah, that you care you... about him, and then like when he dies, that is again pretty like pretty like impactful. Yeah, like it's a character that you hoping to be saved, but then it's just like oh man. Uh, and then the film gets on to like the ending. I thought the ending. Um, uh, so and um, oh yeah, th there was like some crazy moments when uh, they were like getting uh, on the bus, and then the uh, the old guy. He had a chainsaw, huh. and he accidentally killed one of the um, the characters on the bus, like, like in half. And it was like a messed up moment. I was like, "What the heck?" So, yeah, I, uh, I agree. I, I think that that ending killed off characters like bam, bam, and I was like, "Whoa, calm down, rewind." Like, and what's I, going I, on? I, I feel, it felt like very realistically. If, if you think about like. Some somebody uh, moments like oh no ah oh, my leg ah uh, it's got scratched I don't know where yeah, but it, it, it's different it it is different to like the slow burn it, it it you know if again if I compare it to Shaun of the Dead it's like um in Shaun of the Dead one character just gets like grabbed by like a whole like crowd of zombies and just pulled apart from like the stomach 
Um, so yeah. I kind of I felt like similarities to that. Yeah. Yeah, but um, kind of like that. But then, uh, but th- it's just like uh, like a different similar note because then we see Michael uh, saying that he got bit and yes. then he had to leave, and it was like quite. It was like a very powerful moment because yeah, like he's he's standing there like the end of the pier, like seeing the sunset. Yeah, um, that was great. It's like um, Michael and CJ both had these like moments where their characters, you know, like they got to die on their own terms, you know, like CJ sacrificed himself and, and Michael was just like, I'm not going to turn myself into one of those things, you know, I, you know, they both do the right thing in the end, which is, you know, really wonderful to see. But even though the film ends on a kind of a light hearted note, it doesn't really because if you watch, did you watch like the, the all the credits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you can yeah. see, like, at the end, I think it's implied that they don't get away, they all get killed, you know? Yeah, like, oh, the boat, oh, man, yeah. But maybe we could see that in Army of the Dead, but we don't know. Yes, right, this film did make me very, um, you know, it's made me very intrigued and excited to watch Army of the Dead. Yeah, so I'm which excited I'm excited about, because it's going to be like, um, like a zombie heist film. Um, so, like, they're trying to get all the money in the bank in Las Vegas. Oh, really? This, yeah, in Army of the Dead. So, that's why they're getting a team together to get this... Uh, I don't know what... That's what the um, description said, but I'm not sure, but... Well, that's, uh, that's set to come out this year, so I'm really excited for that one. Yeah, so... Um, um, oh, yeah, and another thing, uh, I have a prediction when the, um, Army of the Dead is coming out... Um, is that it may come out maybe before June or okay. uh, maybe more or before May so that we could see that. Yeah, well, I mean, I wonder how Army of the Dead is going to... Or, or Well, because we know that Army of the Dead is going to get a prequel series as well. Um, so I'm wondering, and I'm really interested, I think it would be cool if, uh, if these two films, obviously being set in the same world of Dawn of the Dead, would bring back some of the characters, you know? Like you know, bring back Ving Rhames' cop or, you know, the main nurse, like, obviously I don't remember their names, but, like, I am interested, I do care about them, I am interested to, um, see where, where they go. Um, but, yeah, so, Zack Snyder's first film, what are we, well, what are you giving it out of ten? Um, a nine or a ten, I don't oh, okay. know. Um, I think I'll give it an eight. I, I do think some of the side characters, like, Aren't just bit, aren't quite developed out, enough for so, me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's a great start. You know. Um, yeah, I'll give it a nine. I'll give it a nine. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's a, I think it's a wonderful start to his filmography, and um, you know, uh, I I think from what I've seen, it it only gets better from here. You know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so um, I'm excited to look on the other films again, like Watchmen Three Hundred. Um, um, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman. So, yeah, it's going to be a great time, like, revisiting old films. So, yeah. Yeah, um, so, uh, you know, tell us what you thought of Dawn of the Dead. Uh, if you watched it this week with us for the first time, tell us in the comics. Comics? Comments. Throw us in a, throw us an email. You know, uh, DM us on, on Twitter or Instagram. You know, it'd be great to hear from you. Also, um, you know, or just your opinions on Zack Snyder in general, or if you've watched this film ages ago and you have memories of it, tell us about all of that. We'd love to know. Um, and yeah, let's uh, move on to our weekly viewing segment. What we watched this week, John. Uh, okay, so uh, I watched um, Jeremy Maguire. 
Jerry Maguire. Tell me about it. Uh, uh, so we got like um, Tom Cruise. Young is like very uh, like very different here. Uh, yeah. So like um, so this film is about um, uh, like uh, you know you know the movie Moneyball. Yes, I do. So this one is like uh, more like NFL based, like more like. Um, American football. So this guy is trying to get like teams or like people to get on uh, this team, like or to exchange um, players for like uh, for a price. So, um, so it's a it's a comedy film which I really enjoyed, and it's like uh, romance because it's got Winnie uh, Zellweger in it. Nice. Um, yeah. So it's a great chemistry. It's a great scene. They like the chemistry on screen and. Um, and as well, and like there were some great shots that I really loved in the film. Uh, but the story, the story is great. Uh, it's just like very um, like heartbreaking, but then there's like great moments, like like you kind of uh, makes you cry. But I didn't cry. Uh, <laughs> but like you, you have these like very um, like emotions with these characters, um, and there was there was great character development between uh, like uh, Tom Cruise and. Uh, uh, did you know a supporting actor? I forgot his name. I'll Google him now. Um, so Jerry McGuire. So this uh, supporting actor, he won an Oscar. Ah, Cuba oh, really? Gooding Jr. Uh, he oh played yeah, this yeah, I know him. Yeah. So he won this actor, and he, he earned it. Like he did so well in this film. Nice. Uh, which. Uh, I recommend watching this film. It, it's a ten out of ten. Like, uh, like the music. Oh, the music. Yeah, there were some great song choices that I really like that fit into the movie. Uh, and it, it's an it's an enjoyable film to watch. Brilliant. I just feeling put sad. It, yeah. So brilliant. I, I just that. put it on my list of things to watch. Yes. Uh, so Tom, what have you been watching? Yes. What is it, Poppin' Man? Um, I have watched um, some like it hot. Um, which oh, is a yeah. film from the 50s starring Marilyn Monroe and some other people whose name clearly aren't as memorable. Um, and it's a story of uh, two guys who um, want to get out of... Um, need to get out of the city. I, th- I can't remember which city it was they're in. And then they dress up as women to like join a women's band. Um, and um, it's... It's a it's it's a comedy, obviously, it's like a rom com, and and the like all the things that they do, like the hijinks, to kind of like get like the to kind of get gain the affection of, of the women they're trying to uh, impress is really funny, and and some of the stuff that they do, and like the, the nature of some of their quirky characters, like one person accidentally like gets like involved with this like old like millionaire, um, and it's really cool. I will say I don't really understand the whole thing against Ma- uh, like about Marilyn Monroe. Everyone was obsessed with her, you know. She like she allegedly had like relationship a relationship with JFK and stuff. Like I didn't really get that, but I guess it's a different time, and you know people have different wants um, and needs. But um, and, and and some of the parts of the film have aged a little weird, you know, like a little um, badly, you know. There is like some stuff about like a man can't marry a man, or like you know, um, like dressing up as women. That whole stuff aged a little shakily, but I think it, it's wonderful and it's funny, and and it's got some of those you know moments that you can see like be replicated elsewhere, and and I think the plot is pretty airtight as well. It's simplistic, and and you know a lot of things come back. 
Um, but yeah, it, it's funny and and it's a it's a really it's a really good kind of like look into that era. Uh, so I really liked it. Yeah, I, I recommend it. What would you give it out of ten? Oh, that I'll give it a oh, out of ten. Um, I'll probably give it like an eight. Uh, only because some of those things, as I said, have aged kind of badly. Um, but you know, yeah, probably an eight out of ten. Mm. So what have you watched? Oh, um, what have you been watching? Um, right, give me one second because I have a list somewhere. Ah, I got an email. From 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 Zane, he, he's given us our thumbnail. It's a good thumbnail. Yeah. Give it to that. Give pops to Zane. Woo! It's it's very oh that's that's cool. That's very nice. I love it. Um, did he draw that all by himself? Yes. Don't even know. Ooh. Okay. What is, what is, what is happening right now? I'm hearing a door sliding. Uh, don't worry. I'm just looking for my list because I have a list. Oh, nice. I also have a list. How many oh, films? How, how many uh, film? How many films have you watched this year? Um. Right, okay, so. I'm interested, how many films have you watched oh. this year? <clears throat> right, so. John, uh, John, 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 John. I just, yeah. before you start, I just want to know how many films have you watched this year? Um, th this year already? Yeah, this year, how many have you watched? Um, I, I'm, I would say 10. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, so. Uh, okay, so uh, a film I watch uh, it's called Secret to My Success, and okay. it's got Michael J. Fox in it. Oh, you, you yeah, you you're continuing your Michael J. Fox um, a thon. Yeah, because I watched like the reunited between like Michael J. Yes. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. You watched um, uh, Dark Hollywood last week, didn't you? Yeah, so Dark Hollywood. Uh, so this one, um, Secret to My Success. Uh, I thought it was um, pretty good. Uh, like Michael J. Fox working as someone like um a male um guy like set like giving male like a pistol and like just uh, giving male into this very uh luxurious place and the way that he's gonna do it like he wants to be like this um guy instead he's like um so the tagline of the film says like um there's like impossible it, you can't. Uh, be fame. Uh, you can't um, get rich in under two weeks. Uh -huh. uh, but this guy did. <gasps> so did he? He got uh, rich in under two weeks. Wait, is this a true story? Yeah. Hmm? Is this a true story? Um, no. Oh, no okay. uh, I thought you meant like this guy redid it, and I'm like, oh, I need to figure this out. Oh yeah, because oh, that reminds me of um, American. Uh, wait, what was it? American Made, yeah, that Tom Cruise film. That kind of reminded me. Of that oh one, so. yeah, I remember, I remember that film. I never, I didn't yeah. see it. That was that was a crazy film. Oh, uh, cool. But anyway, um, yeah. So Secret of Space Success, it um, it is it is really funny to watch because some jokes didn't land as much, but um, but it was really funny to see Michael J. Fox just um trying to be as this uh employer, but trying to get this job, but also trying to be the male like the, the personal service uh, trying to send mail uh and it's funny because it, it it doesn't make sense but um like how does he get in these situations and uh, yeah it was funny and 
uh, yeah, it's just enjoyable to watch. I'll just give it a seven or eight. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I'm not going to give a third thing that I've watched this week, only because, John, you'll never guess what. What? We got an email. <gasps> what the hell? We got, <laughs> we got an email from Master M. Revo. Hello, Master M. Revo. Is that Max Revo from Star Wars? Possibly. And they say, Hello dudes, love the pod, it deserves all the views. Why, thank you. We are nearly on 4,000 views for our Mulan video. Which wow. is insane. And we're nearly on 100 that- subscribers, so... I mean, yeah, I think that Milan's uh, video kind of like gave us that push. It so. really did. I think it yeah. was because I don't know even know. I think it's because it's it was such a topical film. Um, but yeah, so um, if so, so they're asking two things. So first of all, it is uh, if you were to redo or adjust any part in the MCU, how would you go about doing it, John? How um, would you redust or or redo any part in the MCU? Um, okay, so, um, I'm just looking at the MCU films right now. I'm just gonna look at it now. Uh, okay, so, um, I wouldn't change anything about Iron Man, but, like, it was, it was a great start to the MCU. Yeah. Um, but I would have not have, like, Iron Man 2, um, as, like, a quick, th- like, it's too, like, too quick to have a sequel, so I wouldn't have that as that, but then, okay. like, I want, like, individual characters to have their own start, but then there was, like, some sequels that I was having it in, and it felt too rushed, so I would, like, give, like, characters, like, their own solo film first, and then they get this whole thing together, but uh, I would, like, I had their story a bit changed, but um, it's great. Um, so, Guys of the Galaxy, I wouldn't change anything to that, uh, but Thor The Dark World, um, I felt it was, like, uh, a quite... An, uh, they should have kept. They should have kept Patty Jenkins as director. Oh really? Yeah, she was going to direct it, and then she left. But then she did Wonder Woman, so like I think it was all good in the end. Uh, uh but um, I thought thought the Dark World was was a bit uh, pointless. Like uh, it didn't need to have this, but um, it, it was cool. But uh, because uh, they didn't take stuff from there, because there was like the convergence. Uh, they did. They didn't take that idea as well. Uh, but. I wouldn't change Captain America: The Winter Soldier. It is uh, a great MCU film to watch, uh, but uh, but it kept on going. But like Avengers: Age of Ultron, uh, I wish there was more of Ultron. Like yeah. it was a bit scary, like very scary uh, to have like that that voice that James Spider that did. Yeah, James Spider, what a guy. Yeah, great. Uh, watch like behind the scenes of it, like how do you did it? Um, well, Age of Ultron had a. You know, it was kind kind of studio meddled. It had like an original kind of um, idea, a, 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 a Joss Whedon cut, if you will. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see what that would be, what that would have been. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm not gonna watch that. But it's just um, mm-hmm. Joss Whedon. But um, uh, uh, Civil War um, wouldn't change anything because it was like a very crucial point actually it to was, the MCU. Yeah. Um, oh wait, no! I would have I killed. I would have killed War Machine. Yeah, I would not. Um, yeah, uh, but Doctor Strange, um, pointless. Yeah, wouldn't have it. It, it doesn't. It, yeah, it, it, it's an, it, it doesn't really do anything other than serve as an introduction to the character. Yeah, I, I felt like it was a bit pointless, but like it yeah. needs some stuff to it. And then we got another Thor film, but mm-hmm. I wish Thor Ragnarok was the sequel, so I would have that because yeah. I thought it would be. But funnier, uh, Avengers and Infinity War. I wouldn't change anything about it. Because, Absolutely love that film. Yeah, because it's a great film what to have. Film. Like, it's got a great villain, like one of the best villains out there. 
yeah, so the score is great, which I love. Uh, I, th- I, but think, I think what... Game. Go on, yeah, go on. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, there's a lot that needs to be changed. Dab. Um, <laughs> what? Dab. Dab. I wouldn't dab. have Avengers Endgame because I would like to have Avengers Infinity War to have that end, at that end of that note. Mm, yeah, that is quite interesting. Um, yeah, so that would be like an interesting, like, oh no, what's going to happen? But yeah. I would like that. So, well, I, I, uh, yeah, I, that would be it for me for the Avengers of, of MCU stuff. So, yeah, uh, well, that's I think- it. I, I, I could go on all day about things that I'd change, but I think, like, I'll give you three things that I would change, um, and I've, I've given a lot of thought to this. Um, so the first thing I'd change is I'd get rid of the relationship between Steve and Sharon Carter. Oh, yeah. Because if you get uh, rid of yeah, that, uh, the end of Endgame makes so much more. Like, you can keep Sharon Carter as a character, but she doesn't have to be a love interest, yeah? Yeah. Um, but... Second of all, um, I would have Captain America, the first Avenger, um, be uh, from when... Cap saves Bucky. Uh, I'd have it be one journey instead of doing World War Two in a montage. Have it be like one journey, like in Wonder Woman, for example. And um, I think I spoke about that when we talked about Wonder Woman in the pod. And the final thing, the biggest thing, Endgame. I'd have time travel work as time travel, and they come back to the present and taking out the Infinity Stones messed everything up, and they return to a world where all times have interlocked. You've got. You've got Roman soldiers, you've got Vikings, you've got, like, you know, Knights of the Round Table, all in the same, like, time as the modern day. And, not only that, but you've got characters from other MCU films interacting with others. So you've got Quicksilver's back, Ultron's back, Loki's back, all interacting with Thanos. And you can have this giant, like, thing of epic proportions in, in you know, with some wacky visuals similar to Doctor Strange in a fight that isn't as bland as I personally thought it was. And you can still have the same moments. You can still have, like, you know, the, the bit of character banter. You can still have Steve and, not Steve, um, Tony and Peter reuniting, stuff like that. But yeah, I think that's what would be my big change. Um, so, Master Enrebo also asks, um, new trailer for Falcon the Winter Soldier looks interesting. If you were creating the show, what would your storyline be? Um, I wouldn't have, like, a love relationship because the love relationship uh, between the MCU films doesn't work. I agree. Definitely. 100%. I yeah, mean, it's just I mean, felt a bit bland. So. I, maybe a love relationship between Steve and, not Steve, Bucky and, and Sam, though. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, uh, go on, continue. Um, wait, what was it? Uh, what, what would just, what would your storyline be? Um, for Endgame? No, for Falcon the Winter Soldier. Oh, Winter Soldier. I don't know. Uh, oh, like, okay, so, um, it starts off, like, um, the Winter Soldier, like, um, like maybe like the camera like follows like the this like um, with, uh, the Winter Soldier like going into Shield, uh, and then that kind of like what um, like well, reveals no, no, itself no, no, like no no no, no. You, you not not Winter Soldier Falcon and the Winter Soldier the TV show oh Falcon and yeah. the Winter Soldier <laughs> <laughs> you um, fool okay what do I change about it um. Maybe have the old Captain America and maybe, you know, like, have that maybe sort of, like, secret empire. You know, maybe mm. we can have that back and then have uh, something like the um, the Cosmic Cube. Like, maybe Loki will come in and, like, take Captain America and then uh, Captain America holds the Cosmic Cube and then that what maybe starts secret empire. Well, like, that, uh, that, that like would... A, that, 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 that's quite interesting, actually. That's an interesting way to do that. I think that'd be quite cool. Um... But I think the thing that I would do is I would have it be 
Now, what I'm thinking is a kind of like a two-season kind of arc here. So the first season is kind of like a struggle with the government, you know, um, who's Captain America, who gets to be like this kind of corporate thing. Yeah, at the yeah. end, they make a deal, and it's all about... And I want this to be like all about the Sokovia Accords, right? And yeah, so then, yeah, yeah, like the Soviet Accords didn't uh, have like a massive impact to yeah. the films. It just felt like, oh... So exactly, it was a plot. It was a plot device. So now I feel like what you could do in season two of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, once they are on with the government, maybe they could go out and 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 you know have to bring people in, you know. And I'm thinking, you know, bring in the defenders. How Falcon and the Winter Soldier have to chase down Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, maybe even Spider Man and Ant Man, people who don't conform to the Accords when they technically should be. Um, but then you know. In doing so, they are stopping, you know, these heroes from helping themselves, you know, and helping people. So, like, there's, you know, I feel like you could have, like, a bit of a, you know, of a um, a conflict there. And then from the terms of, of Bucky, Bucky doesn't, you know, Bucky's now being tied down by a government again after his work with the Winter Soldier. I think that would be very interesting to kind of, like, explore something like that um, in this kind of political thriller show. But I know it's 100% not going to do that, so, like, I'm not going to get, like, too attached to that idea. Yeah, I, I like that. Like, yes. Um, so, thank you, Master M. Rebo, for our first email in, like, wow. forever. Uh, um, that um, would be special. So, um, you're the first guy to email or woman uh, to feel it to email us so thank you yeah uh, we'll, we'll put like a little <laughs> shrine <laughs> like <laughs> we're gonna oh, make it and we're gonna make a shrine oh yes it's gonna happen everyone uh, uh so thank you yeah um, um and if you want to contact uh, us quick question uh, that's Ooh. a quick question yeah um it really was um i, I love talking about what i changed in the mcu honestly i could do it all day um but yeah that is it for this week and if you want to contact us you can get in touch with us at asktimefilmpod.gmail.com um if you want to email us and you know be part of the of the, of the email segment which we which we really really would love to get going off the ground um or yeah. dm us on twitter and instagram at asktimefilmpod um i'm tom the bobman on twitter i am comedy john uh 42 on twitter uh, and you know, like, subscribe, you know, share around if, you, if yeah. you're enjoying it. And Stick. if you want to follow us again, it's in the description if you yes. have trouble. So it, it, it all yeah. is. And and you know, if you want to, uh, you know. Stick around if you want to hear more about Zack Snyder in the next five weeks. Yeah. We've got some great stuff coming. As I said, up top, 300 Watchmen, Man of Steel, BVS, and Zack Snyder's Justice League. We're going to cover all the news, cover WandaVision, cover Falcon the Winter Soldier. We're going to cover Zack Snyder. Very exciting stuff coming your way. Yes, um, it's fresh new content for... Um, fresh for every time. week. Yeah. So, uh, thank you. Uh, and uh, be safe. Uh, Definitely, as is, always. Yeah, it's getting a bit harder out there so um it please uh, wear a mask and wash your hands and social distance like what we did yesterday just yes. social distance yes. walking Even if, yeah we went on a social distance walk yesterday so do ah. that and happy valentine's day if you're alone watch a film or, or if you're alone uh, you have no one to talk to or listen to something listen to us yeah we have we have 25 wonderful episodes of the podcast to listen to you too can be part of this journey um if you watched last week's episode you can really see our improvement um going through the weeks um <laughs> but yeah um listen to us if you're alone on valentine's day and if not have fun yeah just do something do like something. watch a film watch so, a film play yeah. a game you know 
listen to us. Just listen to us, guys. Um, we know all. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for watching. Um, and uh, take what you're given. Give the shit back. Uh, goodbye. 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 G- goodbye. Uh, you, no, you. you. Bye. We're going to do this again, are we? Goodbye. Um, bye. Bye. No, no, no. no. Uh, oh, oh. Oh. It's going to be a standoff right here. <laughs> I'll give you the last goodbye. Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw.